We go and grab a quick bite. We watch a movie, then fight. We're the fast food film friends. You're listening to Fast Food Film Friends, the show in which two guys talk about one movie while eating a mountain of terrible fast food, except on today's episode in which all of those things are false. That is right, Kevin. Today we're here to play the Summer Movie Wager, the annual competition in which we try to predict which movies will make the most money at the box office throughout the summer blockbuster season, and then yell at each other about why we're all wrong. I'm very excited, and today Nathan and I are joined by some very special guests who are going to be playing along with us. I'd like to take a minute now to introduce each of these guests. First off, to my right, Nathan's uh, lover, lady, wife-to-be. We've never met. Uh, I know, but I can tell there's chemistry there. It's Taylor Garther. That was totally incorrect. It's Taylor. To my left. Taylor, you want to say uh, hello? Howdy? Hi, everyone. Very happy to be here. We only have six listeners, but that's okay. Uh, (laughs) Five of them are in this room. Five are in this room. That is true. Uh, To my left, uh, a friend who I know not only from college, uh, but also from some very passionate nights we've shared watching football. It's Bill. Hi. Hey, Long Bill. time, first time, probably the only time. <laughs> Glad to be here. Glad you're here. Glad you're here. Oh, Drink us. I do want to note that Bill has been pouring himself glasses of my whiskey without asking at all uh, for about 20 minutes now. So that's been nice. Thanks for that. And to Bill's left, the man, the myth, the legend, a man who I worked with who has got a great eye for design, for color, for fabric, uh, but probably not for movies, I have to say. <laughs> it's Troy, and he's over there. Troy? Hey, I was lucky to I'm very happy to be here. <laughs> <laughs> We're excited to be here. Good. We're very excited to have you. I, I do want to just set a caveat just right before we start, Nathan, that me and Troy, along with me and Bill, uh, tend to, when conversing, get very animated, very aggressive, and we like to argue and fight a lot. I've never, you know, fought with you before. Yeah, I've like, recorded it no, or anything like that. So I'm not familiar disagree. with how that will go, but I'm curious to see that. Yeah, should be fun. So the uh, the concept of the summer movie wager, or some form it began many years ago on time travel reviews and the Totally Rad Show and now the Slash Filmcast. And the objective is for each participant mm-hmm. to guess the top ten highest grossing films of the summer in order of domestic box office performance. So we're not talking worldwide box office. This is just U.S. and Canada. Canada is included in domestic? It is, apparently. Is Mexico? I, no, it's not. U.S. and Canada. I didn't know that until I Googled this, this Trump's, today. Trump's America. So this game is not at all about any film's quality or our opinions or any of that. It is all about the money. And Speaking of money, uh, Troy just wrote down and made a sign asking a very important question. Are we, because I think he's scared to talk about it after his phenomenal intro, uh, are we ourselves betting money on this? I'll get to that. Okay. I, we, we have, there's something planned, All and right. we'll get there. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. A dare. Mm. A triple dog dare. Oh, man. For our purposes, the summer period starts on April 26th and goes through Labor Day weekend, including that Monday. And you might be thinking to yourself, April 26th is definitely not when summer begins. Uh, Why such an arbitrary date? And the answer is because summer begins when Disney says it begins. That's right. And that's when Avengers Endgame comes out. Technically on the 25th. I don't want to be, you know, a stickler. At midnight. Well, I'm seeing it at 7 o'clock on the 25th. (laughs) You're special. You're so cool. Thanks. Nathan is too. So your top ten list may include any movies released within that summer time frame, and we will only be counting the money those films make within that time frame. So like if a movie comes out late August, 
We're only counting the money it makes until Labor Day, which is September 2nd this year. Can we do a, a follow-up episode for the total year to see if our lists were affected by the, the later months' incomes for certain movies that came out late? You can feel free to record anything you want. Perfect. If you don't have the passwords to any of our accounts. I have. It's one password. And it's literally one. And it's, <laughs> Don't make me say it. I will tell the world. It is a fast food slogan. However, there are some tweaks to it that nobody will ever. No one can spell ba 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 ba. Actually, when I when I Nathan tried to use his password to log on to one of our accounts, he could not remember the code we used about a week ago. So, in addition to each of your top ten lists of guesses, you'll be picking three dark horses, which are movies that you think might make it, but you're not quite confident enough to place them in your top ten, and those could potentially earn you some bonus points. And speaking, speaking of points. Of- Points. Get the words out of my mouth. Ken. Oh man, I love doing that. That's my favorite thing to do. Here, Bill, is how the scoring works. <laughs> Guessing number one or number ten correctly, dead on, as Nathan typed, gets you thirteen points apiece. So those are the big ones. Those are the ones you want to be sure about. And unfortunately, I did not read these rules before I made my list because my number ten is a complete wild card. <laughs> However, that's what those are the ones you want to bet on. You get ten points apiece for correctly guessing any of the other movies in the two through nine spots. Uh, seven points if your pick was only one spot away from where it ended up. So if you guess a movie will be four, it ends at three or five, you get seven points. Five points if it's two spots away. Three points if your pick is anywhere in the top ten. And one point for each of your dark horses, uh, or horsei, depending on where you come from, that makes it into the top ten. Uh, the scoring is tabulated so that you get the single highest point value for each pick. So say you get number ten right, you don't get thirteen and three, you just get thirteen. Uh, it's pretty straightforward. I think uh, we all understand this really basic bracket mm-hmm. scoring. There's no bracket at all, but this really basic scoring. Well, this game rewards accuracy above all else. So if you get you know all ten movies right, but in the totally wrong order, you're not going to score many points. But if you get those key spots correct, it's a lot about luck. Yeah. And uh, at the end of the summer, the five of us will uh, reconvene on the show. We'll tally up our points, see yeah. how wrong we were, and we'll crown a champion of the 2019 Summer Movie Ranger. Hopefully we're still alive. I'm uh, assuming Bill will be, be dead. He's or recently gotten into chewing tobacco. <laughs> so. Okay, I have a question. Yeah. What's the total number of points we can get? If you guessed them all correct? If you yeah, got the so whole thing the right, I, I believe it's 70. Okay. I, I want to say. I have to double check that. Are points deducted for putting a movie in that wasn't on the list? No. No. There's no, no deductions. deductions. Oh, you can only man. get points. Wait, so it's 10 per correct one unless it's 1 or 10? Correct. If you get spot on, yep, it's 10 13 points. for so 1 and 10. 13 for 1 and 10. The rest of them are 10. If you yeah. get it, if so you the max it. Would, is there the maximum would be 103. But then also 7 points if your pick right. was 106, one spot away. right. Yeah. Oh. I, I trust you so much the more than my hunch. <laughs> the numbers guy. Is there, are, are there any double points? Uh, yeah, true. You can get what double points mean? if you get all of your all of your answers correct. You get double points. Awesome. Yeah. Great. Good luck. I love extra credit. So when we all come back together and record our recap, not only will the winner get you know bragging rights and eternal glory, but this is a wager after all. So there has to be some sort of prize or punishment involved. And uh, traditionally, when the summer movie wager has been played on other outlets the losers would have to watch a movie dictated by the winner. But in the spirit of fast food film friends, we thought not only that, I think we should, I think the winner should be able to decide a movie and a fast food item that all the losers have to have watched and eat on air, and we will discuss it. It has to go with their dietary restrictions. No, I want to make it very clear that dietary restrictions are 
totally irrelevant. No. You were eating some raw beef. No Kevin's way. Some chicken nuggets. Kevin's sauce. doctor told him that if he eats another bite of cheese, he will go into cardiac arrest. That's and true. then he started this podcast That's after true. that. Yeah. And I've, I've been dead for months. So everybody take a few months to think real hard about what food and film you want to impose on your fellow competitors. All you have to do to not eat meat, Troy, is just win. It's pretty straightforward. Well, no doubt of that. Yeah. But, I mean, I'm good. Gotta look at all aspects of the game. Well, you're gonna eat some meat. So if you're listening to us at home and you're thinking, this sounds like fun, we'll have to play along, you're in luck because you can submit a top 10 list of your own at thesummermoviewager.com. Go to the site, click the play along button, set up your top 10. I think the deadline for submissions is Thursday, April 25th, like the day of Avengers Endgame or day before. So be sure to get your guesses in very soon. And then at the end of the summer, when we announce our scores, you'll be able to see how you fared against us. One last thing before we get started... The show is called Fast Food Film Friends, and it wouldn't feel right to talk about all these films without first feasting on a little snack. So I brought a brought a surprise treat for all of us to try, and uh, let's bring it up. I have to say, the size of the brown paper bag you walked into my house with for five grown adults is alarming. And then I picked, it up, I picked it up to move it, and the weight was more alarming than the size of the bag. Could you all close your eyes, please? They're closed. And open. Jalapeno peppers? Hey, love those oh, things. Bronco berry sauce. I don't want that. Bronco berry. the fur. These are Arby's jalapeno bites. What is it? Yeah, this is some bronco berry sauce to dip them in. Why is there berry sauce? Weird yeah. pairing, but I'm sweet and sour. very curious Probably to try. Sweet and savory. I'm going to go with no for the sauce. Like syrup and bacon. I, mean, I got to try this. So- All right, everyone grab a popper. To not do the sauce. Troy's I love poppers. Popper. Oh, wow. Mm, so those jalapeno bites were a... Uh, Spicy jalapeno halves filled with melted cream cheese, and, uh, and and they're breaded, dipped it in that bronco berry sauce. What was everyone's thoughts on those? Delicious. I will say I was impressed with the jalapeno poppers from an Arby's. I don't think the sauce is necessary at all. But the, the sauce pop- is totally a, not a miss. I've yeah. had them before, like the sauce. Uh, when the temperature is right on those things, they really... That's what you got to know about fast yeah. food. Yeah. Yeah. I got we those about three hours ago. Yeah. 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 <laughs> we eat everything about two days later. Uh, room temp, we like to let it really just be itself. We yeah. don't want it to be caked in grease or anything. Let that's, it dry. A, that's a snack you don't want to eat right out of the bag. You want to give it some time. Yeah. <laughs> let it sit. <laughs> I mean, that, that cream cheese was liquidy. Ooh, it was nice. It was good. Mine was kind of I didn't even know they had poppers there. How did you know that? Did, was this your plan all along? You, I, you I found it. some on is the side why, of the road. Is this why you were 45 minutes late? Because you didn't know what to get for a snack. And you drove to several different <laughs> A man offered me, he said, I swear he was from Arby's. And, and he said, uh, I have some bronco berry sauce. Ooh. It tasted like Welch's strawberry jam. Yeah. That you put on a peanut butter. Well, you, you, as Nathan would say, doused. There's a lot of jam. Yeah, too much sauce. Why is it called bronco berry? It's an NFL. Everything there is like related. Like they have their horsey oh, sauce. They've mm, got their that's the cowboy true. hat on the logo. Bill, I only had you on episodes before. I now. really I feel like you're I a, feel like you're you guys a emphasize fountain the of knowledge. If this was a, a fast food podcast, I probably would be on here. Bill right. just <laughs> blew my mind with the Arby's horse relation, and I came from a city that has an Arby's that has a giant cowboy hat as like the Arby's sign. They shut that one down, but I it, know they yeah. shut it down, Bill. Not when I was a child. I'm just saying it never. I still never connected the dots. Even horsey sauce, I, it's horseradish. So I think I'm still. Is there it. more stuff there that's horse related? Um, meat mountain horses can go up it. I mean, horses they have all mountains. the meats. So that's kind of like a cowboy. They thing. have horse. Do they, they do have horse meat? That doesn't. I'm sure one of the layers of that sandwich is. Yeah. 
calves. The barbecue sauce. I think it's mostly yeah. the hat and the sauce. <laughs> they just cock They will also, things. if you do try to grab sauce without paying and just leave, they will actually lasso you back into the Arby's. Mm. That's how they take care of shoplifters. I want us all to say our number one movie on our list at the exact <clears throat> same time. One, two, Wait, three. Wait, we were saying on four or five? Uh, six. Shoot. One. Also, full two, name or abbreviated three, name? Full, wait, 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 wait. Five. On six? On six. Okay, start over. <laughs> full name on six. One. On, after six, two. on six. I say, I say I'm going to say six. Abbreviated. And then let's give it, let's give it like a one second pause after I say six, and then let's say it. One, two, three, four. Five, six. Uh, Avengers Endgame. 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 There's a one second pause that we just talked about, guys. Avengers Endgame. (laughs) Number one. I would like to say. I actually have Shaft. I'm just kidding. (laughs) For for sure you do. But um, (laughs) the reason why this is controversial is because it was just leaked online two days ago. Do you think people aren't going to see it in theaters, though? Every movie gets leaked. I I hope that they would be, but they just released everything online. Every movie gets released online. Their tickets. Uh, are you guys going to get sued for putting that out? Uh, no. If you want, if you want to see Avengers Endgame, fastfoodfilmtons.com, poke <laughs> around, you'll find it, buy a couple t-shirts, then you'll find the Avengers Endgame leak. Nice shirts, by the way. But the other reason of note it would be to put this as number one is the biggest blockbuster of the summer, and as the summer progresses, it'll move down the well, list, still making yes. more and more money. That's the thing. It's the earliest one. It's yeah. on the day so the it's, season it's gonna, starts. It's not going to fall out of the top ten films. That's why it's like, yeah. that's the thing, too. While we're making these lists, the whole time I'm looking at these ones that are coming out late July, August, and thinking, no chance. No chance. Yeah. You would think that. However, I think four or five years ago, Guardians of the Galaxy was the number one movie that summer, and it had three weeks. But that's a huge... That's like an Avengers... If Avengers Endgame was in August, I would pick that But at the time, that movie was not expected to do great. It became a smash well, because, phenomenon out of nowhere. It was it was seen as like a, like a C-list. After the July 4th was the lull, so they yeah. had their horror movies, their B-comedies, and then they'll have one big blockbuster that will come out that first weekend of August, and that's the one that will blow out. I think The Matrix, first one came out. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, like, something like that will always um, do really well. Can so I, can I ask, um, if anybody put a movie that they personally hate in their top ten, because I had to. Have you seen any of them? No, How but I just know? know. I hate the idea of it. I hate everything I've seen about um, it. I mean, I put one that, yeah, that I no. do not necessarily hate, but I hate the remake of it very much after I saw the trailer. Okay, well, I'm interested. Question: to Is that. the one that you hate, Kevin, number one? Uh, no, it is not. I actually am not. I've come to the dark side of the Marvel universe, and I am I am balls deep and uh, liking it. So I'm going to keep moving around. Okay, so we all picked Avengers Endgame. Obviously, I don't think that's even contestable. I don't think anybody could hypothesize that it's not going to be the number... It's going to break records. It's going to be huge. Yeah. One question about this movie, though. There's going to be another Avengers movie, right? They're, I mean, the universe is going to continue. I don't, I don't now think... The same, now with the same cast. Form, this think, is the last think, Avengers with the original six. I don't believe that. I don't believe it at all. I, I think... I, I will bet you that it's... I'll bet truth. you 20 bucks. But you're saying those help. people will be in their own separate movies? The cast? No, I think I think uh, Chris Evans has already voiced that he's not returning. Um, Robert oh. Downey Jr. A lot of the main voice cast. Voice is done. Paltrow said he's not coming back as Pepper Potts, which is a huge draw. That could just be marketing. That could mm. just be marketing. Yeah, mystery. They're trying to make it seem like everyone's going to die. Another reason why this is going to be a huge box office. Yes. Because everyone feels like this is... Everyone feels like... Well, now that we all have 13 points... Should we go to number two? Does anybody in their top three, you don't have to say what it is yet, does anyone in their top three have a non-Disney movie? No. No. 
I don't know what the second one is a Disney or not. I'm I don't know movies that Troy. well. So I'm right, pretty sure I've got one. Around. The Troy. third one is a Disney movie. Troy, what is your number two movie? Spider Man Far From Home. Okay. Ooh. Wow. Ooh. That is, I, that's 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 much higher than I put it. That's much higher than I, I have. Put. Actually, it's slightly like rich. You have your reasons. What are I, those? Yes, well, because if you look at the calendar of movies coming out. It doesn't have a compete. It does not have a compete because... But that's uh, July 4th weekend it comes then it's, out. It's coming out July 4th weekend. The other movies are going to already be there in advance. The only movie coming out that I've been anticipating to see is Midsommar by A24, yeah. which is that Wednesday. Of course. Um, so I'm looking forward. It's the, it's the next big, big, that's big, fair. big release. That's fair. I have a bigger, and the longevity of it being released in the following weeks that it falls down will make more I have money. a bigger release that comes out earlier and is equally uncontested in my mind. Uh, that I think there's no way it's not number two. I am almost 100% confident that Toy Story 4 yeah, yeah. will be number two. I'm with you there. Thank Absolutely. you, Bill. Thank you, Bill. What was your pick, Taylor? I put The Lion King. Oh, I put The Lion King as well. Wow. wow. Number two. That's I'm number sorry. Three. That's well, my number three. Okay, but you're saying, so in the beginning of July, Spider-Man comes out. But yep. in the middle of July is when Toy Story comes out. No, Toy Story comes out in June. No. Or The Lion King. The Lion King, sorry. Yes, Lion King comes out. Lion King seven nineteen. Yeah, and Toy Story four comes out six twenty one. I think when you look at, uh, I looked at revenue from previous yeah, movies in the series. Avengers Story. Endgame, uh, obvious number one choice. If yes. you look at that measure, there's nothing that comes close. Toy yeah. Story two again, head, or Toy Story four, Head and Shoulders, and every Toy Story has grossed more every in, single in one. today's dollars along yes. the way. It grows. Yes, but the, uh, in my research of doing that, you have to remember the the Toy Story is a kid is historically a child, children's movie. Kids movies do incredibly yeah, they do well. Great, they the do stuff. great, but adults and kids can go see Toy Story four. Adults, uh, kids saw Lion King. Adults and kids can see the live live action Lion King. And if you look at the dollar receipts from the original Lion King, that's with the live action and putting those together, and then Spider Man when it was released was the number one movie of the summer at that time uh, with. Tom Holland. So I was just trying to put that. I, into I, I play get as your well. reasoning. I get your reasoning. I just think that there's such a there's such like our well our relative we're actually a pretty wide range in terms of age, uh, but our there's a generation that grew up with Disney movies that love <laughs> all these animated movies that continue to go see these live action remakes and now they're bringing their kids too. Yeah, I have a right. son. I'm going to bring him to see. He's pumped for Toy Story. He's pumped for Lion King. I think Lion King looks like shit. And I think that's why it's not going to get started. Don't even get me started with Aladdin. Don't, don't even get me started If anybody has Aladdin on their list right now, oh. I want them to leave the room. I, I have it on my list. I'm not going to leave. Oh, my I'm God. Guy. Because oh my it's God. nostalgic. People are going to buy it. Nobody's going to see Aladdin. That looks terrible. You are you surprised. fucking kidding me? There's like a very niche group of people who love Aladdin. They also want to see. Love, they want to see the conversion. I love. It is they honestly, want to see the conversion. Robin Williams is a genie. Aladdin, one of my favorite movies. Probably top two movies of all time. And this remake looks like hot garbage. I don't think anyone's going to see it in theaters. I think it's going to be a total bomb. Do you know what? Snuff films do very well, and this is the modern-day snuff film. Oh, my Aladdin. God. Whatever. So whatever. For, um, for The Lion King, I compared it to The Jungle Book, which did exactly. very well. Yeah. For Aladdin, I looked at uh, Cinderella remake there in terms of estimating yeah, revenue. Christmas. And by that measure, it still deserved to be in my top ten. Ugh, gross. And, I think that Aladdin, for me personally, I put it near the bottom of my list. Mm-hmm. I think so. Like seven. Dumbo recently did Ugh. not do very well. That's what I'm saying. And you I guys think are... that the, this market is already being oversaturated. Yes, Nathan. But preach. But, but the Lion no, King. But if you look at the rest of the summer releases. There's not much that's going to usurp that. 
But I think the Lion King, it gets like your family, it's your family-friendly movie. Like, you bring your kids to it. Also, you loved it when you were a kid. But on top of that, they're having all these, like, celebrity, like, Beyonce. That I get. Like, people are going to come for that factor alone, too. I love that. Lion King's on my list. Aladdin has none of that. (laughs) Aladdin has Will Smith. Will Smith is blue. the most insane-looking genie I could ever imagine. I just... I can see Lion King doing all right. I think that the hype for Lion King is actually taking away from the hype for Aladdin. Like people yeah. don't care Big about time. Aladdin specifically because like, Lion King. 100%. Is the, I thought it was a beer commercial when I first saw it on TV. It looks I didn't like, even like realize it was for a movie. Like the same I thought studio. it was for like Michelob. It's so overlit and like okay. All right, so everyone's number two. Do we have? I have Spider Man. I, I have Lion King. I think that one of the most wow. interesting things to watch about this summer is going to be if Lion King or Toy Story Four does better. I want to. I want to throw us out there. Bill, you mentioned that the Toy Story franchise has gone up in money, even yeah. adjusted for inflation. Yeah, exactly. It has. It's only grown. And I think it's because as time goes on... So, like, Pixar does this thing where they have a franchise, and then, like, 10 to 15 years later, they bring it back. And then not only do, like, current children and families see it, but, like, millennials see it because yeah. they grew up on that thing. Toy Story 3, which came out nine years ago, if you can right. believe that, yeah. that was already a reboot in itself. That was already the first one in 11 years. Now we have nine years later. So this is like, it did like on many generations. It's million domestic. Think about The Incredibles. We waited 14 years. It was number two last year. Yeah. But, like, but I also want to say this. I think Toy Story 4, if we want to get into numbers, you're going to make in the mid 400 millions. Lion King, I'm looking at past Disney live action remakes of what to compare it to. Beauty and the Beast made over five hundred million. Right, Beauty you and the Beast. Year, not you think, a summer? Do you not think a summer? I guarantee. you No, that. you're correct. Yeah, you're correct. But it, a movie like that makes the vast majority of Emma money Watson in the first a, few months. Emma Watson had right. appeal. You think yeah. that movie was more hype than Lion King? Remember when the cast picture not, of Lion King okay, came okay, out? Again, I, I don't want story wise. Like you have, um, you have this love story musical with Aladdin yeah. versus the 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 well, Lion what, King Jungle Book. But the love story musical is Beauty and the Beast, and it made five hundred million. I just don't think Aladdin's it has no appeal. I'm not talking about Aladdin. I'm, I'm talking Lion King. Nobody wants to argue Lion King. Nobody wants to argue Lion King. I guarantee well, Lion King's on everyone's list. It's problematic, but yeah. I, I mean, I hate how Scar looks. He doesn't have the. Ugh. The beard, it's not God. the same movie at all, and I'm already <laughs> upset about it. But what I'm saying is it's nobody's gonna argue cat. against Lion King being well. I think Aladdin is really the one that's either gonna be a big hit or a huge miss. Are you gonna see it? No, not in theaters because I want to win this. <laughs> I think this is the first of these Disney live action remakes where the conversation surrounding the movie is mostly negative well, leading it, up to it. The tr- yeah. Like these movies, yeah, they're like not necessary, but like they can be fun. They can like, you're saying people take their kids to them because they grew up on the movie. This is the first one where it's like anyone you talk to about it is like, I'm not going to see this movie. Yeah. I've not met anybody excited about Aladdin. I would also like to add, though, besides the artistic merit, which you guys are all discussing, I did look at um, just, like, the dates and also theaters in terms of that Lion King comes out on the 21st, but it's a full workday. And (laughs) Spider-Man comes out, it's a three-day weekend, nobody's at work, so there's more people that are going to get into the theaters. Most movies movies do most of their business during work hours, I think. That's that's wonderful. (laughs) But anyway, the other thing I like (laughs) to think about is uh, IMAX costs are higher than the regular movie screen. So those people that are willing to shell money for IMAX are probably going to pay $5 to $10 more for that movie. So the big picture items that you're seeing in here that would be in an IMAX theater, I put towards the top of my list because they would make more money. That makes sense, but... Are all of is the Lion King going to come out in IMAX? Yes, oh, I, absolutely. Like I think I don't know who. Uh, all right, all right, all right, all right. Troy, yes. What did you put as your number three? Lion King, blockbuster, summer, the 
Beyonce King of Lions. Oh, man. Bill, what'd you put? <laughs> slop 2, Secret Life of Pets. If that's going to be a big one. If you refer to it as Slop 2 again, I'm, that's the most that's the most shook I've been tonight. And We've been talking about movies I'm upset about. I love it. My number three is uh, Spider-Man Far From Home. Ooh. Hey, Taylor, that's yours. Okay, this one's going to be a little crazy, but I put the Pikachu movie. Oh, whoa. Hey. I think it has Ooh. potential. That's brave. That's brave. It's that's like brave. The, the marketing is good. Kind. But the marketing's yeah. Huge. Yeah, but the, those kids don't understand. The kids buying Pokemon no, stuff don't know. You should see. I drive my son up at school. They all have Pokemon cards, and they don't know how to play at all. But they love Pokemon. They right. love yeah, but, Pokemon. but and there was like Pokemon Go. It's, it's yeah. going to be, but it's Pokemon it's Deadpool. Still. Well, it's that's be the Pokemon thing. like dirty only, humor. That yeah. only adds to it is that Ryan Reynolds is doing the voice. Okay. No, for parents, yeah. you would think it's going to be dirty humor. It looks like that. It's a PG movie. Yeah. Parental guidance, right? I'm saying like families are gonna go to it, and also people are in your because it looks genuinely I, funny. I will take my son to see that movie, and I have it on my list, but it's very, it's much lower. But I do think this is what I struggled with because I thought this marketing's top notch. Everyone knows Ryan Reynolds. Everyone knows Pokemon. Everyone knows mm-hmm. Pikachu. It's marketable to all ages, and it's coming out on a weekend where I think it could do really well. It's early in the season. Yep. There's nobody competing with it. Uh, wait, and on. now I'm regretting having it as low on my list. So yeah, I might move it up to my number four right now while I let no. anybody else talk. You're uh, making me feel you can't better. You do that. Our lists are all locked in. Okay. I think Pikachu is like Pokemon's the true... Pokemon's up against the hustle. Opening weekend. I think it's yeah, the wild that should, card. That, that should be a struggle. Horrible. To beat the hustle. I think that's a dark horse at best. Mm. Really? Yeah, we'll I see. It, see, I have it in my top ten, but it was almost it's tail end, and it's almost dark horse. But it was it was at the top because yeah. there's not. I will say one thing about this whole process is it made me really sad to think about like there's like seven movies that I know are going to do extremely well this summer, and then it's just like uh, it was just kind of depressing to be like I already know which movies are going to be big. But but we there could be big surprises like that. I think there's a few movies, especially lower on my list, that they could end up being the number two or three movie of the summer. Like they could be breakout hit. So I think Detective Pikachu will be an interesting one to watch. Kevin, you put Spider Man. I did. Nathan, have you shared your? Oh, mine is uh, mine's Toy Story number three. Okay. You put Spider Man, Kevin. You think it's going to be as you know as big as like Spider Man Homecoming was? You think coming That's off of Endgame, the Spider Man exactly why in 2017 Spider Man Homecoming was number three. That was behind Wonder Woman and Guardians of the Galaxy, right ahead of Despicable Me. And I have an animated family film right after this one too. I really tried to model mine after previous years because uh, in third place it's usually and not that Spider Man Far From Home is animated, but it's usually a hero or animated movie. And Spider Man, I think this new I don't even know his name. He's a young guy. What's Tom Holland. Tom Holland. Uh, people love him. Yeah. Like he's because he's funny. He's in Endgame. I think Endgame's going to pump him up even more. Well, because he died in the first one. Yes, apparently, and now he's back, so we know he's going to survive. Who so knows? Now. Maybe this takes place before it. You Endgame do not, happens. but it's also no. going to it's going to uh, saturate the taste for Marvel because no. I, you know there's going to be an end, there's going to be an end credits after Dude, Avengers. It's going to lead into Spider Man. Did you say saturate the market for Marvel because they're literally just. Flooding. Yeah, but they're going to be and like that post credit scene after Endgame and then after Spider Man for the next it's Marvel like if, movie. It's going to be in the fall. If a hurricane came over like Houston, but everyone was just out there with their mouths open, fucking well, guzzling people, it, and Houston <laughs> yeah, never would have flooded. Yeah. That's what Marvel's doing to the market, and people are still mouths open, guzzling yeah, it. Because people and they're been dissecting stop. the credits. You can't, Captain Marvel, I think most people agree Captain Marvel's not a phenomenal movie. People paid to see the credits. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it as well, but it's not a standout movie, I don't think. And it still is one of the highest grossing movies 
of all time. Like people yeah. aren't going to get sick of Marvel. People are. Okay, they've made the a thing. new Spider-Man, Spider-Man movie twice a year. Been all over the board, depending on what story they're covering. Yeah. Here's Spider-Man. the deal. Yesterday, I looked it up. And there was an interview with the president of Marvel Studios, and I don't know how serious this is or, like, if he was just messing with everyone, whatever, but he literally said that this movie asked the question what it's like to get back to normal life after Endgame, Um. hinting to the fact that this is going to be after Endgame. Man. Which means that everyone's going to be like, oh my God, what's going on? He's probably going to get a little hand slap for letting that slip, because I don't think he's supposed to. by who? I, I don't know. Well, well, he yeah, does, he's the he does have like, a lot of stuff. He's allowed to, to say what he wants to say. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's intriguing, though. I'm intrigued. And I do think, like, the let's get back to normal life. Like, the, I, this was before I started my no trailer watching, Nathan. I want to let you know that. Mm-hmm. I watched this trailer. That's And Jake Gyllenhaal visual. comes in pretty early to make it very clear that normal living's not an option for Spider Man. He's like, I'll leave my suit at home. And then it's like, <laughs> Yeah. Like, is he going for job interviews? and? Uh, no, he's trying to just have a nice Paris. study abroad in London, in London, I believe. Listen, Diana. Yeah. Sounds thrilling. I just think that everyone's going to want to know what's going on after Endgame. Yeah, and, and they're going to want to know what's going to be the new 2.0 of Avengers because yeah. the new cast and be gone, so I'll probably introduce what that's going to look like. All right, I think I haven't been more excited because now I think is where we're going to start diverging. I think this, Very is, much, this yeah. is the first round where there's going to be some wild cards. Is there another diverging? I think we're already diverging quite a bit. Diverging. We need to talk about Secret Life of Pets 2, which you put as number Slop. three, Bill. Slop. Now, Secret Life of Pets 1 was... Uh, what a was great it? The, movie. I the number three movie three years ago. Was that summer. 2017 or 16? 16. Behind what? Captain America, Civil War, and Finding Dory. Yeah. What was its draw? What did it, what did it bring? Three hundred seventy million, three hundred sixty eight yeah. million. That's all I needed right there. And, That's and exactly right. Franchises yeah. like that, if if you look at kind of like, like the a, trajectory of franchises, like a Toy Story. Well, if you look at something like Despicable Me, yeah, the second one made like I want to say it's like forty. There's like forty. Dude. It's forty six percent more money than the first one. You don't even oh more money than the first one. Correct. I said in the first one. Yes, so my. I have a six-year-old, so I get this childhood insight that you guys don't get. <laughs> uh, and, like, he loved Hotel Transylvania, right? Second one came out, loved it. Uh-huh. Third one comes on Netflix. He wants to watch it literally every day. <laughs> like, kid literally asked me, okay. can I watch Hotel Transylvania 3? Which is actually all right. But still, <laughs> beside the point, it's like, kids, once they're familiar, like, Minions... Anything with a minion on it at a, at a Target, at any store, anything that has a minion on it, it's like, I want to buy that, I want to buy that, can I have that, can I have that, can I have that, please, please, please. And he turns into a minion. It's like they're obsessed. So, this repet, like Secret Life of Pets, we saw the trailer, he's like, oh, it's the dogs from the first one. I'm like, yeah. you don't even have great taste, you six year old. It was a good movie, though, I'm not going to lie. It was a great movie, but it's, it's yeah, but the for, familiar. For all of those successes, they've got the Lego movie, too, and then you have Wreck It Ralph, too, and it didn't do as well as the it first one. That's, that's, that's a very good point. Some not kids the box sequels, office. I think it has to do with, like, if the second movie looks different enough. Yeah. You know what I mean? If it looks like it's kind of the same thing, parents might not necessarily take the whole family out to see a second one. Like, oh, we'll just watch it again on, on Netflix or whatever. I haven't really even seen trailers for the second slop. We're well, not allowed to watch trailers, so I, why so would I don't know comment how it looks. So I was thinking to myself, Seagull Life of Pets 2 comes out two weeks before Toy Story 4. Yes. That's and it's going to be up against some tough competition. Mm-hmm. However, in a Secret Life of Pets 1 came out two weeks before Finding Dory. And it, came and, it was, and it still ended up being number three that year. Behind Finding Dory. And on top of that, Secret Life of Pets is like Toy Story for animals. And I feel like... 
Like, okay, yeah, think okay. about this. When you leave, they start talking. Yeah, think yeah. about after Toy the Story's monsters. out and both those movies are in theaters and the kid wants to go to the theater with, you know, with their parents. Are they like, do you think that a little kid might be more into Secret Life of Pets because there's, it's more recent, it's more of like a, like, do you think the, that your it's, son it's will rather see the that parents than are, Toy Story? See, here's the thing. It depends on whether the kid was introduced to Toy Story early enough. Mm-hmm. I introduced but my son to Toy Story recent. as a young child. Recent enough. And so he's yeah. grown up, and I think a majority of parents in my general age, which is uh, 19 to 47, uh, <laughs> raised their kids watching Toy Story as well because they had it involved in their childhood at least in a little bit. I have not met a kid who doesn't know Woody or Buzz from Toy Story. And I've met a lot of six-year-olds, let me tell you. <laughs> uh, but they all know who it is. I do think Secret Life of Pets is something new to them, but I don't think they understand that yet. I think I think, I think the Toy Story parent draw is going to be a bigger factor. I think Secret Life of Pets is going to have a big opening weekend. Toy Story is going to come out, beat it, over mm-hmm. the course of the summer. I think when you're looking for a movie to go to, the and both of those are out, and we're talking a month after they've both been released, the parents are going to drive towards Toy Story. Yeah, Every I time. agree. I agree. That's why I put Secret Life of Pets further down my list. We can also call it Sloppy Seconds if you want to. <laughs> <laughs> God, I was wondering what setup you were going for with Slop too. My I... question about the sequel, the sequel to Secret Life of Pets is the first one was called Secret Life of Pets. When did the sequel already be out? No, the owner still didn't know Life the of Pets? Secret Life of Pets. We got a glimpse. Yeah. It's kind of dramatic irony. So there's secrets, we, the, the viewer the knows the secret, secret, but the, the other people... They don't know. know that you know that they know. They don't know that the pets are running around uh, driving boats and uh, you know saving lives. See. Yeah, hijacking trucks. Yeah. Can I ask, is Louis C.K. still in the second one? <gasps> Controversial. Oh. I highly doubt it. No, but there is a scene in, in Memoriam where a dog just licks himself for I think he's doing the voiceover but masturbating while he's avoiding the voiceover I had to do a tasteful (laughs) joke so Secret Life of Pets 2 is my number 4 that's my number 4 Nathan put that on the mic that's gonna break I see what number it is for me or do I wait no just tell Uh, us what your number 4 yeah just tell your number 4 my number 4 is Toy Story 4 I have that too Bill's the only one who hasn't bonded over a high five. So we all but thought we would deviate number four, but I, I had Lion King, which is we've already talked about. <laughs> okay. So number five is where we're going to start to do so, so just to be clear, have we all put Avengers, Toy Story, and Lion King at this point? Yes. I have not yeah. put Lion King. Oh, you have not? Oh my god, what's wow. wrong with you? Lion King's not going to do well. It's late in the It is going to do so. It's got freaking Beyonce Knowles, dude. Oh, yeah. Everyone loves Beyonce. It's late in the season. It's after all these other kids' movies. Do you know how sick of going to movie theaters parents get later on in the summer? Not when they love it. Do you know how many people are, people are already examining the trailer on the internet? Like, you don't Everyone loves Lion King as a child. Lion King is going to blow up. the same movie. Oh, God. It's going to be all right. Do you know we'll the thing about Kevin fun? being the only one who deviates from the rest of our opinions is that at the end of the summer, either we're going to be able to pile on him so hard, or he's going to be insufferable when he turns oh, out to be right. God, I can't wait. There's, no, it's one or the There's other. no way. He's always wait. wrong. I'm literally always right. <laughs> Case in point. <laughs> Can I Figuratively, bring up, mostly right. My entire list is remakes and sequels. Right? Uh, I said bitches entire love sequels. I love sequels. I mean, it's all out. Oh, yeah. No, mine, I have there's an original a version. movie. I do too. Top 10. I have two? two original movies. Two original wow. movies. I'm, I have one in my, in my Dark Horse. I have an original. Because like growing up, it was always the sequel is going to be worse than the the first one. But people not hate the Empire. Empire is not still, Star Wars. So true. They still right? are worse generally, but they no. make more money. 
Yes, they make They're money. Yeah, the Empire Strikes Back was right. not a horrible okay. sequel. That's one out of That's thousands. Troy, the Dark Knight was just, two out of Godfather thousands. Part 2 was also very good. I just want to let the listeners know Troy is 67 years old. Uh, uh, it was a live the theater release of The Godfather. It still likes baseball. <laughs> no, I uh, watch a lot of movies. I actually watch a lot of movies. Thanks. I know you do, Troy. We Are we ready for movies. number five? I'm childless. I'm ready for number five, Nathan. season. What's your number five here? Secret Life of Pets. All right, Bill. Godzilla. This is the movie. You're on crack cocaine. This is the movie I fucking... Every ounce of my body, I've seen the trailers. I loathe it. It looks well, like such trash. If I like may say, if I, if I may, the last one they just had with the the two kids from the Marvel, the the Mary Kate Olsen, whatever, that one bombed, and then the one before that, with Matthew Broderick bombed. Matthew Broderick was a huge success. No, was, that was in nineteen eight. In comparison, it was not a huge success. What other Godzilla are you talking about? Was there a sequel? What other Godzilla are you talking about? There's what Godzilla. There's the one that just came out with what Mary Kate Olsen and. The, like four years ago. Yeah, yeah. four years there's ago. There's another Look Godzilla, and Brian Cranston was in it. Made two hundred. Yeah, but not as much as what's comparable to all this shit. Let me tell you, Godzilla, a few years ago, made two hundred million dollars. There's never been a Godzilla two. It's always been just Godzilla. Typically, not enough money to get up to number five yeah. in a list. But Millie Bobby Brown. Yeah. Millie Bobby and Brown she, is the single biggest draw. Of this no one's going to one see Millie. They can see her for free on none. No, things. she brings them in. She, she is going to have like you. So, go to, oh, you guys are. I'm a stern thing. listener, and he talks about Millie Bobby Brown all the time. Because he has about thirty million listeners. People yeah. are going to remember Stranger Things, and they're going to want to feel the way that right. they did. Season so let's one talk about a real. In. Let's talk about a real accurate number five guess, which is mine. I'm not done with Godzilla yet. If we need I to want, be done. I think that. Big monster movies. There is a, a there's a drop appetite for that in the last few Troy, years. Your IMAX call. This is like Pacific Rim Two killed it at IMAX because people want to see him <sighs> fighting at IMAX. You yeah. know what? There isn't any of for the whole rest of the year. Big monster movies. That's right. And Jurassic yeah, World a- is a big monster. Yeah, it has nostalgia to the original franchise, but Jurassic World and Jurassic World Two, even though it made much yep. less than the first one, were both huge hits. Huge. And this movie could kind of take that place in this summer. It could be. It's the non superhero. But, but these are the money shots of the summer okay. movie franchise. But listen. Like, those are the things you're gonna, you'll see for the one moment of excitement, but it's not going to be but, the longevity of an Avengers or a Lion Troy, King. Jurassic World, the second Jurassic World, which everyone knew was not going to be good. and It didn't do as well as the, as the last one. It was huge. $417 million in the summer. It was number two in the summer behind only Incredibles 2. I don't, but with everything coming out, it's, I just think there's too much. I don't, I don't think I don't Godzilla's going to I mean, here's the, here's the deal. Last year, in 2018, Hotel Transylvania 3... Made the top ten for summer movies. I just want to. I mean, I'm just a, saying, it's a wild card. It's family friendly movies. Yeah, it's mm. people go to the theater and just saying, "What's what's here? What's playing?" I mean, you're see it. And they there's take also their, some movies, yeah, there's there's movies seven, in between Godzilla and what we're talking about that coming in that no one's discussed yet either. So. Well, yeah, we're gonna get there. You can't try and figure out what people are gonna like. You gotta. I know exactly what people are gonna like, which is why I'm quoting right now that all ten of mine are gonna be in perfect order and all correct. <laughs> I will get 106 points. <laughs> With number five being X-Men Dark Phoenix. Whoa! Wow. Are you kidding me? It lo- I think it looks terrible. I've never understood X-Men. But How much money did Apocalypse Your do? list is ruined. No. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. not going to be anywhere yeah, near it's, it's too much. Sat- it's too much X-Men saturation, I think. Do you know how much movie the last few ones have made? To go down and down in dollars. Each one. Not Olivia one. Munn was in the Sophie last Turner, one. Sophie Turner, baby. Sophie Turner. No. Does, she was in the last one, too. And it turned Sophie no Turner money was? in. Yeah. Oh, I so is what you know. I've done literally zero research. Dark I Phoenix, put this list together. Dark Phoenix will not be in the top eight. And they already covered Dark Phoenix in the first trilogy with 
Bonka Jansen in the I third one. I don't know one. what the goddamn story of Dark Phoenix is. Because she's like so overwhelmed emotionally. No one knows what the story is. Yeah. Like people yeah. stop going to these movies. She's a telepath. X-Men movies, historically, are in the top ten. Regardless of where yeah. they are, I'm going to get one point because this, I guarantee... And I'm willing to bet any money, any amount of money, that this will be in the top. Oh, it will be, I, for sure. But it's going to be the lower end of the ten. I just clarify that would be it. worth three points, correct? It won't be worth three. If, okay. you, if you, if it was at like number nine, and you put it, at number it's going to be at number five. Three. I just want it's going to be at number no, it's, it's not. not no, there's no way in hell it's going to be number five. Oh, yeah, well, you're missing the biggest. Is, you're you're missing the middle benchmark film of the whole. This is the summer. Where, this is the part where I'm going to play it back when we're listening. When it's like I can't wait. Summer. We're going to play that clip over and over and over again. Please every do. Episode. Is that your no wedding one. soundtrack? <laughs> that movie's yeah. not going to do well. It'll do well. I think it'll break even. International You're telling me Godzilla's going to do better than that? No, I don't have Godzilla high, but I have it higher than Dark Phoenix. Yes. And a lot of these movies That's come out because they're going to do so well internationally that they have to release them domestically so that they can make the money internationally. Can I tell you... Tell me your I number wanna five. Get, I wanna just tell get, me your number I just five. want to tell you numbers real quick of how the rebooted X-Men series yeah, has been. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. First yeah. class, 146. Days of Future Past, 233, and it included all the main characters from the originals. Apocalypse, 155. Okay. I think Dark Phoenix will make right about what Apocalypse no, I agree. Not I agree. Once a month for Apocalypse. Days First of class, Future Past. I think it'll be there. Here's that why. Had, that had, here's why. Hit everybody in it. I don't care if it had everybody in it. It's got the, the same team on this one. Doesn't it? Who's no. not in this one? That's in that one. It doesn't Hugh have Halle Berry. It doesn't Patrick have Patrick Stewart. Stewart. It doesn't have... Uh, None of those. It's the James McAvoy. Ian McKellen. Right? Right. Yeah. But Days of Future Past yeah, they had the new the, cast. Because oh, they're the yeah. younger cast of the original series. I know what they are, Troy. I know. But they don't have the older cast continue, now. Continue, Kevin. All I'm saying, continue. this summer, when I was going through the list of releases, there are not a lot of big movies like this. There, there's a handful. There's a Disney remakes. There's a superhero movies. Outside of that, it's a fucking wild card. And X Men sells. So, granted, I guarantee, I guarantee, I can't wait to get to number six. I can't wait till we get to number six. Guarantee it's on all of your lists. And the right. fact that you're hating on me for yeah, having it's low on the list. I don't give a shit if it's low on the list. It's still on well, your list. A, so you think it's going to be well? There's a reboot that's coming up that everyone's talking about for the whole summer. That's going to be a ten. Can't wait. It's just like every fact is against you on this one. No. Yeah. I disagree. <laughs> it is. I disagree and I can't wait. Taylor, what's your number five? Uh, wait, can I make one bet with all of you for five dollars each? Absolutely. That X Men outperforms the Lion King. No. <laughs> no way. No yes. way. You should absolutely take that bet. I will take yeah. that. Yeah. I bet, I you bet hear the sound of a shaking hand? I bet we'll you do it closer to the mic real quick if you could just bring Why did you all back? shout out no way right away? Because you're just so You're wrong. on crack cocaine. I'm not betting. I don't. Um, you better go no, to the ATM right now and get $20 because that is preposterous. 15 Preposterous. It's 15 It's not preposterous. Lion King's going to bomb, man. My number five. I'd rather is... watch the animated every day, and everyone else would too. Taylor, what is your number five? My number five is Spider Man. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. My, my number five is Spider Man as well. Oh, yeah, because you have the same really? list. It is. No, we don't. You're engaged to be married. Sorry. So you have to have everything the we same. We just have similar brains, I guess. Mm-hmm. Well, then one of you is We necessary. see the same movies, we talk about them together. Gross. <laughs> we don't live together. <laughs> I think that Spider Man is going to do a little bit better than Spider Man Homecoming. I think it's. I think that's very good. Yeah, and I think that still is. I think could be number five easily. Could be up a few spots. Spider Man Homecoming was number three. Yeah, but you have to look at dollar amounts. I think it will be under Secret Life of Pets. I think it'll be under Toy Story, under Lion King. 
People will be living out the Avengers glory for a while, and I then they'll be ready to see Spider-Man. Nothing but Dark Phoenix bus. <laughs> I think people are going to be going X-Men crazy. Nobody wants to see You are insane. I hate the X-Men. Exactly. You're not going to see it. I'm not seeing the movie at all. I Spider-Man think was one for me that I looked at Homecoming, and I thought about the Spider-Man franchise, and I feel like it's going to fall on the list. You think so? Compared to where it's been in the past, I just I really think people are going to want to know about Spider-Man. I'm a little tired of it. No, that's that's the thing is they come out with two Spider-Man movies a year. You guys, they, they just killed him off in the last Avengers. They're supposedly bringing back an Endgame. They want to see what's going to happen to him. But that's what I'm movie, saying. Is and they're going to want to know so what the credits are going to like. I've got next stage. I've got it as my number three, but I just don't get why people mm-hmm. love Spider-Man. Like he gets more movies than any other superhero. Is that agreeable? Yes. I was well, very yeah, confused about but it. Why? And, and, like, and like in different iterations. I oh. want Tobey Maguire back on the strings. Oh I want kind of Kirsten Dunst and him make it out in an alley upside down. There's a lot of. Ba- I can tell you why it's a whole backstory situation, but it's Sony and Marvel and. I want to hear. They sold it to Marvel. Give me Tobey Maguire. Give me Kirsten. I want Dunst. James Franco eating pie once oh. per movie. Oh God. I'd Will be- Defoe as Green Goblin too. I think is like one of the ultimate villains, other than him in uh, Finding Vincent. I think this is going to be a very interesting scenario this summer, where Spider-Man's box office performance is going to be influenced by how people feel after watching Endgame. Like, if if Endgame is this really nice, tight conclusion with a yeah. bow on top, and people are like, you know what, maybe maybe it'll give them some closure, I think that could maybe possibly hurt Spider-Man. But if they're maybe left wanting more, and it's more of like, at the end of Endgame is like, alright, and now next, next time on Marvel... That I think that people are going to jump out and be like, I got to see what I got to keep going. I love that. Well, a lot of people have a lot of hard on for the Marvel films, and they're going to want to see what the next iteration is going to be. Well, I think, yeah, that's the thing. It's the first superhero movie to come out after Endgame, which is going to give it a big boost, even if Endgame is a giant pile of steaming shit. People will be like, there's got to be redemption. Spider Man's going to be good. Like, we'll get it back with Spider Man. I think it's going to get the Marvel crowd, no matter how good or bad Endgame is. Number six, Troy. Men in Black International. No Whoa. fucking way, dude. Everyone is That's super high. psyched for this reboot. Nobody. High. And nobody you're also missing psyched. the Marvel connection of Chris oh Hemsworth and Tessa my. Thompson from oh Thor yeah, reuniting. Like, oh yeah, I love Marvel actors. Let's go see everything they I'm telling you, well, that's my number six, dude. I don't even have Men in Black in my Dark Horses. Yeah, and I am. Do you even have it on your list? No. I oh, am you're so lost. You're I am, lost. I am personally very excited for Men in Black because I have a large sweet spot for Men in Black. And I love Chris Hemsworth, and I don't even know who else is in it. Tessa Thompson, who was in Thor Ragnarok as gender fluid. Also Westworld. Also uh, Tessa Thompson was not in Westworld. Sorry to bother you, Little Woods. Yes, she is. She was also in Creed as well. Regardless, uh, that's not going to make the top ten. I'm sorry you put that on your list. You're so... It's in mine, too. Can I give you one reason why there's no way it's going to do anywhere near that well? No. Please. This summer, there are two... Buddy action comedies coming yes. out, and they come out the same yep. fucking day for God knows what reason. Yeah. Why? Who? Oh, uh, Shaft and Shaft, Shaft and Men in oh, Black. Are first going, of all, no one's going, going to. No one's seeing Shaft. They're going would, to keep that each is other. Be a, no, don't see Shaft. But Men in Black is going to be number six. We just got CGI and funny. Martians and all that other BS. All the kids CGI like. and Martians. I mean, but kids don't. They don't get that That's stuff. Not, Kids, parents it's won't bring their kids to see Madam. It's not 98 or <laughs> oh 2002. All right, whatever. If, <laughs> if you look at the, the three original Men in Black. I mean, the first Men in Black was all CGI shit. 
the amount of money they made is a straight line downwards. Yes. And even three did not do well. And that had Will Smith and Tommy Lee Jones. This has none of the original cast. Yep. Which but it could has be Marvel people. Yeah, but that's not going to give it. That's time. really it's maybe there's a draw. maybe there's a Marvel like, connection. It has Thor. Bill, I also feel like people aren't talking about aliens as much as they used to. But <laughs> no. uh, I digress. Independence <laughs> Day Resurgence few years ago did terrible. Yeah, right. People thought that was going to be like the next big reboot smash well, hit, again, and it was, and it was terrible. This is the thing where they do these reboots, reboots, <laughs> reboots. This is the thing where they do these reboots, <laughs> and, reboots. and they sound and oh. look. Bad. Like you I can do reboots all day. Movie. You're gonna make a decent amount of money, but if the trailer's not good and if people aren't gonna like, it's just so obvious to tell. And that's how I feel about the Lion King, and that's how I feel about several other movies that you guys have on your list. <laughs> Bill, we're talking about space. I'm talking about Rocket Man. Mm. Number six. Number six. Wow. 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 Uh, you look at um, Bohemian? Look Bohemian Rhapsody doing about okay. 250 million domestic. But that was year annual though, not just annual. But you look at um, you look Man. at Elton John, and I feel like people are going to get a lot more excited about that movie. I'm, I'm I, a little but he's also flying, and like, the, like, remember they had that Beatles it's movie? It's surreal. Yeah, it's, it's like surreal. it's too. You have to escape us. I feel like they're not going to show that in the trailers to get people into the theater. They did show that already in the trailers. I know, but fine. it's like one scene. You fucking twat! Don't get at me. There's about actually it. not more than one scene. Just a part of him under the water in the pool. Yeah, when he jumps in the pool, be the like he did in real life. I That's think... a real life moment, Troy. The other, there's one. I'm sorry, moment Kevin. I'm as old as you. I wasn't there when it happened. You are not, uh, <laughs> and we're not. I, I Rockman's on my list. I, I it's not far from where you have on a separate list. I. Uh, <laughs> I just don't on your grocery list. And I'm now realizing <laughs> that not all of my list is remakes and sequels. Yeah, Rocketman's original. Rocketman, but it's mm-hmm. it's it's a it's a remake of Elton John's life. I just expect it to be the exact same as Bohemian Rhapsody. No, I don't how, think it's gonna be similar at all. It's I, gonna be it's like the Walk Hard trope. It is just a movie that is literally nothing but watch the movie Walk Hard with Dewey Cox. It is exactly Bohemian Rhapsody. It's a musician who starts from the slums, finds his way into a band, or finds his way into music. Does well, struggles with alcohol and addiction, uh, reuni- reunites with his bands at the end, and has like a great career after that. It's the same fucking story over and over again. It's the same tropes, it's the same things, it's the same jokes. Bohemian Rhapsody. If you watch Walk Hard, it is it follows but the, it's the same with all of them. It's the same with Coal Miner's Daughter. Lois Love got to do with it. I mean, it's I, it's, it's, it's a I don't know rock. about those 1940s movies, Trey. Sweet but dreams. What I'm saying, what I'm saying is, it's the same fucking story, and I think. Somehow people aren't like aren't sick of it yet because Bohemian Rhapsody did so well. But I don't, I don't know. Rocketman's on my list, but I don't think it's going to be that good of a movie. I think it's going to fall into the same trap that Bohemian Rhapsody did. And can does did anybody? And that was think, a huge hit. I mean, what's, it was what's a huge hit. But does anybody at this table think it was a standout good movie? Is that relevant? I'm okay, asking. Also, I'm asking. Something that's it won all the best editing awards of this year. Oh great. god, don't even get me <laughs> fucking started on the editing in that movie. There's something that I think is very important about Rocket Man is that the audience that loves Elton John, aside from like mm-hmm. our generation, is the older generation, right? And do they still go to the movies? First of all, that's yes. the question. But also, if secondly, I asked my mom because she loves Elton John. I this was my test. I asked my mom, has she heard of the movie Rockman? And she said no. So I was like, all right, that's all I need to know. But old people, people find out know by about word it. of mouth. They, they oh, read and, newspapers. Right, but is that enough? And they're buying senior citizen tickets, which are less than the full price ticket, which means it's not going to make as much money. Christ. 
I mean, <laughs> I, 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 don't, I don't know about any of this. I think, I think people like... There's a world that loves Elton John. Oh, I love Elton more John. than Freddie Mercury. Yes, in my mind, I feel 100, like yeah. Queen is more popular. than I Elton agree John. with you there, but El- uh, actually, I disagree with you there. I think Elton John is more known, more appreciated, and uh, more listened to by wider well, swaths. Sir, you, Sir Elton John. Well, if you think about it, actually, Excuse there's me. a connection between Rocket Man and The Lion King because Elton John did the music for yeah. the, all the songs for The Lion true. King, and there'll be the connection for Rocket Man. Yeah, that'll influence three people. That's going to give it a big boost. The Lion King soundtrack boost. <laughs> well, everyone liked that, the music from that movie. So oh, yeah. Big summer for Elton John. You know what? I'm just trying to make a connection, all right? I'll well, say like, one last thing about Rocket Man. We're, we're talking a lot about Bohemian Rhapsody. Comparing it to that, there's one huge difference, which is that Elton John is not dead. Mm-hmm. And I think that there's a lot of people that were like, Bohemian Rhapsody, we're honoring Freddie Mercury by seeing this movie. This is, this is, so you, this you is a shrine less. But Maybe if we see Elton, the Rocket Man, Elton John will die. Elton John, the musician, oh, do is done, done touring. Can you he imagine? That last year. Rocket Man comes out May so. 31st. Can you imagine Elton John dying May 20th? Oh, that would, how, that would move to number one so fast. this movie yeah. would get? That's Can you true. think Holy about that? Crap. I don't want to talk about If he does, they should immediately start an investigation into the, the studio. Him. Maybe they Let's know. Can we start recording? I just want to put out there. Move it to number one. He's on his farewell tour. He's on his farewell tour right now. If he does die on that weekend, I had nothing to do with it. I want to put that out there. <laughs> Kevin, what's your number six? My number six, Nathan, is a movie that I loathe and do not expect to do this well. You haven't seen it. Uh, it doesn't. I don't care. I don't have to see a movie to know that I don't like it. It's <laughs> The Lion King. Oh, number six. You're an un-American person. I fucking love it. Let me tell you, I'd kill somebody if they insulted the original Lion King. I would literally kill every one of you at this table if you told me the original Lion King was a bad movie. This looks bad. I love the cast. I love the cast. Not going to see it in theaters. That's it. Can we just, let's just keep moving because we've we've thoroughly discussed our thoughts on the Lion King. Hakuna Matata. Taylor, what's your number six? Aladdin. Oh, that's so gross. That is like wow. number six? Yeah, that's, yeah. The, that's the first one yet, right? Oh. They want to put it. No yeah, one have you seen the trailer? Have you I've seen, seen the trailer? it. I think it looks terrible. Okay, but I'm sorry. Let me just match that with the fact that you put it as your number six. I did this top ten based on what I think the general public will see, mm. although I think it looks dumb. You think very think, lowly of the American public. I think that Canadian. a lot of people want to see Aladdin again. This yeah. this I, real life version. That's why I bought it for 17 bucks on Amazon to have it forever. Yes, um, people who miss Robin Williams will go to see Will Smith doing Robin <laughs> Williams impression. That's what I don't get. It's, it's different. Like, it's going to be Robin different. Williams, it's not going to be the same movie he made. And it's directed by Guy Ritchie, who did Smoke Lots. I love Guy Ritchie. But he's going to do a horrible job. With the, he I did, agree. I agree. This is not his type of movie. I think with any Disney live action, you, you, you don't know where it's going to fall. You don't know what people are going to like. So I can see that. At number six, kind of a stretch. but Thanks. You, you don't know. You don't know. I'm, uh, we'll see. I'm holding my mouth shut so I don't just literally grab your mouth, rip it open, and scream. <laughs> well, it's like, is it Cinderella, is it Snow White, or is it Dumbo? Or is it Maleficent? We don't know. I mean, Ooh, Maleficent. Maleficent. Interesting. Very well. I'll never understand that. Who else has number no six? No musical, though. That was, none of those are musicals. True. Nathan, number six for you? Detective Pikachu. Ooh. I think it's going to do pretty good. Again, this, this I think, is the biggest wild card. I, yeah. I'm guessing we all have this on our list. No. 
You don't? I yeah. uh, scratched it from the Dark Horse list. It, like, okay. I think it's Dark Horse at best, like I said before. Do you have I have it on Dark Horse. So most of us have it on our list, but I feel like this is going to be the widest variance of where we have the same movie list. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. so. Because this movie could be it could be so many things, and I think after opening weekend is going to be crucial for this movie, because it comes out relatively early, yeah. and if it gets good reviews after that, it's gonna have people to are going to see it. Excuse me. It's going to have to do eight to ten times uh, any previous Pokemon movie. To, this is not the same to, to get that. No, you yeah, can't classify with animated Pokemon movies. Yeah, it's going to be a Deadpool version of Pokemon. Yeah, it is. It's live, half live action. And I think also, like, it has the appeal of something even like Ted. Yes. Which also was a pretty big hit. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I, think, I think a lot of people who aren't even into Pokemon... Like, I played Pokemon when I was a kid. If there was a new, like, animated movie came out, like there was a couple years ago, I would never go to the theater to see no. it. I'm definitely going to go to the theater to see this because it looks fun. Yeah. Like, I don't even care about well the fact that I'm not really going to know everything that's mm-hmm. going on. It's just going to be a fun movie, I think. So many of the movies that we've named so far are just about brand recognition and going in kind of yeah. knowing what you're going to get. Welcome and to When you see America. Pikachu, you think animated movie that you would never see. You think that, but that's what know. that's what has the appeal for this. Like the, it's it's new. It's he's fresh. also dressed like Inspector Gadget. He has a hat, also and a has a coat, and he's Ryan Reynolds. So like that talking fresh from appeal. He's talking. He's not just saying pika pika. <laughs> he's actually talking. It's a twist. It's a totally new thing on the Pokemon universe, and I think. This will be the first in several Pokemon live-action spin-offs. Definitely. I think so. And a gross amount. It's going to be like, in ten years, we'll be doing the same thing at the same table, and we'll be saying, you really think Charizard's Revenge <laughs> is going to be number five? Are you serious? It's time for number seven. Woo! Tell me, what's your number seven? Secret Life of Pets. Too low. Number seven? I know. Too I low. really wanted to put it higher, but... Couldn't sacrifice. No, but it's coming out around some of the other, like, big movies. (laughs) Toy Story comes out after Secret Life of Pets. We already talked about this. Yeah, Secret Life of Pets and Dark Phoenix come out the same weekend. Yeah, but that's not the same. I think Godzilla and Rock coming out a weekend before. Troy, you're number seven? Uh, Aladdin. What the... The fact that you guys have that on your list upsets me. What's your number seven, Bill? Uh, My number seven is Dark Phoenix. Yeah, baby! Yep. Let's make that X-Men money. So I checked out of the X-Men universe after Logan, but I it, too. it seems to keep making money, so That's what I, I, I put it's it It's never going to stop. It's a machine. Yeah. How do you, how do you argue? It. My number seven, Rocket Man. Okay. So we're not that far off. No, we aren't. Do you and Bill have the same brain, and do well, you live together, and geez. are you married next September? We didn't want to really already, just spring that slash, the podcast listeners. They're but. already married. We do tend to share uh, a bottle of whiskey I bought about twice a week, uh, based on this last week. Uh, they share anally. We do. We like to do <laughs> cotton puffs drenched in the whiskey. Oh, no. Do not try this at home. And it's going straight to your brain, which is why you put Dark Phoenix at number five, was it? If Dark Phoenix is lower than number five, I will take a cotton puff soaked in whiskey and oh, shove no. it up Bill's ass. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Are we out? Any other my, number uh, my number seven is Godzilla, King of the Monsters. All right. Mm. I think it's going to be pretty big, not huge. I think Millie Bobby Brown, everyone loves Stranger Things. She's the best thing about that show. People like their big fights, and that's that. What is your number eight, Troy? Uh, Godzilla. Okay. Troy? Okay. Let's get a high five by the mic. Also, my number eight, Godzilla. Wait. King of Monsters. So we all we all agree that it's going to do at least 
good. This was, Have we all said it so no. far? No. This is the one movie that I literally I had my list filled out and I was struggling at my desk today. I did this all today. And I thought, I this movie looks so bad. I think it's going to be a total bomb. I really do not think it will make the top ten. I do not think at the end of this summer this will be on the top ten. But it's like, it's such a safe bet. How do you not put it in your top ten? That's, I think that's kind of how right. some of these lower spots are on my list. It's kind of insurance of like, this could easily not make it. But, um, but like the cynical part of me thinks like, maybe people are just going to yeah. turn out for that movie. Can I tell you about my number eight? I want to hear about it. My number eight showed up in number six, got crossed off. Number seven got crossed off. Wow. It held at number eight. It's Confident. Spider-Man. Ooh, Ooh, so low. So low. Because I was looking at previous Spider-Man movies. I was thinking about character Spider-Man. development. Spider-Man. I just think people are, are, are getting kind of tired of it. So I, I had to keep moving it down the list and make room for Rocket Man and Dark Phoenix. Bill, I have been in your boat for a decade and a half now. I was tired of it when I was 12. And that's prime audience. And people still fucking love Spider-Man. I will never understand the love affair with Spider-Man. I don't I will say you know, when they had the amazing Spider-Man series, the Andrew Garfield, I saw the first one, and it was very bad, and I was like, they need to just let this character rest for a while, and they brought him back, and the last two, I think, are great movies. I think Spider-Verse is a phenomenal movie. Well, that's a whole different thing. And there's a whole backstory why they have all those movies that I could share with you another day, but it's a whole Sony only, and that might We'll have a bonus episode about that. Yeah, but that's a whole thing. Spider-Man, Spider-Man Troy, music. Troy talking for Hold. two hours. <laughs> Side note, by the way, Christ. there's a whole backstory why that they had so many Spider-Man movies. Taylor, what is your number eight? My number eight is Hobbs and Shaw. Oh yes. my god. I'm so excited to talk about this movie. It's not yet on my list. I, I struggled with that one. I was that I feel like it is gonna make the list. This yeah. is almost my number ten. Really? Almost my number 10. Dark Horse? Not a Dark Horse. It was dark number 10 or nothing. So it means number oh, 9. Okay. Is this, no, it's not number 9. It's either going to do well or not. Yeah. It's going to do well. I it's think going to so It's Fast and Furious, part of the exactly. Fast and Furious franchise. People well, love Fast and I think, Furious. I think people and it's love The Rock out. more. Well, true. This is, no, they like the, the cars. It's the cars, for sure. And The Rock. The Rock and Jason Statham don't hurt. I just I mean, now know what movie you're talking about. Yeah, you don't. <laughs> okay, before Paul Walker died, they showed the first three minutes of that sequence where in the planes and they hijacked the cars and the cars are out of the pl- like coming unhinged out of the plane on the ground. And I had never seen any of those movies. And I was like on the edge of my seat for that first three mm-hmm. minutes of the, that trailer. So there's people that are very into cars. They're going to want to watch the full 90 minutes. You were also on the edge of your seat, though, when I had a foot-long hot dog at that ball game we went to. So. Well, of course, I mean, I'm always, Kevin, I'm always at the edge of the seat when I'm anywhere near you. Yeah, but right. it was also an IMAX and everything else. But I'm just saying, like, I mean, I was taken in by just that first three minutes. So people that do follow this franchise and have made it what it is, yeah. I think are going to sustain whatever this money can make. I think this I is know. one where I, I'm relatively certain it's going to make the top ten. But I... Yeah. I just like after putting Godzilla on my list and ever several other movies I didn't want to put on my list because I like to hope that people have better taste. I could not do it, and I think mm-hmm. oh, this is either going to prove that Fast and the Furious is going to make it, or it's going to prove that hey, you guys can't just keep doing the same thing over and over, yeah. over again. It's like, already made it, though. I mean, it's, it's already made it, but 
But how what, much longer can they do this? It's well, the same thing. They're racing cars. But the Here's, other thing to know about this is there's infighting between the stars. So Vin Diesel and The Rock don't get along. What? They don't want to be in conflict between yeah. characters. So they're doing the segue to see if they Have get to see the movie without Vin Diesel so that they can pull one of these guys out of the equation and then move it into this direction and take it away from the whole Paul there's, Walker debacle of him dying and then bring it into another like a whole other thing. There's conflict between characters in those movies. I mean, they did the Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift and that was like number one. Friends and there was like nobody in it. Friends become enemies, enemies become friends. I just don't get the appeal of those movies. Because you don't drive enemies. a fast car. Bill, you're number nine. I have not said my eight yet. Great. Bill, mm-hmm. you're number nine and then we'll follow up with Bill's or Nathan's <laughs> number eight. I yield my time to Nathan. Perfect. <laughs> my number eight is Aladdin. I think is not going to do great. And we've talked about it enough. I Can I share my number I, nine real quick? I just can't believe it. Bill, what's your number nine? Aladdin. <laughs> wow. It's also okay. it's Aladdin. Yeah. Gotcha. If that movie does well, I'm not going to do any more podcasts. <laughs> That's what we know. I'm You're retiring. But how are you going to do one more so I can laugh in your face? My number nine is uh, Detective Pikachu. Nine. Too low. Yikes. Yeah, okay, number four. Relax. Three. Wow. <laughs> That's <Yikes>. a reach. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> I mean, I like Ryan Reynolds as much as the next guy, but... Uh, I think it's just gonna... It's a new thing. People are gonna be excited. It looks funny, even if you don't like Pokemon. You're really gonna have to beg these podcast listeners to see that movie. (laughs) Pikachu? Yes. No. These guys already want to see it. They listen to their own podcast. I have a six-year-old, all right? If I was on my own, I'd be... Doing lines of coke and running around town, not seeing any movies. No, he would or be see, you're you're gonna gonna see him anyways. I'd be talking to him right there. All the acid I'd be taking. Troy, number nine. Dark Phoenix. Okay. Kelly, what's number nine? Godzilla. All right. Not much face. No. It looks so I thought it was number eight. It looks so dumb. God, it looks so dumb. Is any, like, I honestly think it could be the biggest summer bomb. I don't I hope so. Uh, I, I don't mean, think anybody could actually also. I think I that agree, can but I don't think anybody's seen that Godzilla trailer. Every time I've been in a theater, and it's usually a trailer at every feature I've seen for the last like. Because you're usually so late yeah. to the movies, you miss the trailers. No, I see all the trailers. What I'm saying is the Godzilla one. Like people are either laughing or after it like ends, are like that looks terrible. Mm-hmm. Like no, I really I just think it's gonna be terrible. I honestly didn't think Millie Bobby Brown. In the trailer was that impressive. Well, it's just like, either. oh, I'm doing the Stranger Things. People are talking yeah. to me again. They just need to plaster her face all over the marketing, and it will be a big movie. Trust me. It's one of those things where people pay money before they know what they're getting, and all they have to do is no, get them in the door. She's so not. I would like to also say that uh, the guy uh, the, who plays the deputy or the officer on Stranger Things just opened Hellboy, and it was a huge bomb. Huge bomb. And, and so there's no saying that, that she's in Stranger Things is going to save this movie. Arguably a better franchise. Arguably a more l- beloved actor because he was so like fun and kind of mm-hmm. charming. Gun to your head, you can only choose to see one movie, Hellboy or Godzilla. I get shot first? I get shot after? <laughs> can uh, I just take the bullet right away? Well, I guess you could. Bullet. Bullet. <laughs> 100%. Don't want to see either one. That's probably the if right answer. If I had Hellboy, Godzilla, and then gun to Kevin's head, I would shoot Kevin twice. <laughs> That's right. Alright, my number nine. I'm so excited to talk about this pick. It's Hobbs and Shaw, but I want to explain to you the amount of thought that went into this pick. Troy, what's your number ten? So, if you look at the Fast and Furious franchise, and you kind of map out, you see a graph of like how much money each of the movies has made. 
it's weird because like most franchises have kind of a clear like trajectory of like kind of makes sense why uh, you know this sequel made this much and like it, it makes sense. Does but it? for this series, it's all over the board. It's all over the place. And I was curious. I was like, what is it about this series that's made it so that like some have been so popular? It's The Rock. No, but listen to me. It gets Tokyo it gets, Drift was so successful. There was nobody. It was all Asian act, Asian actors. I, I want to hear this. It gets more granular than that. I took all what is it? Eight existing Fast and Furious movies, and I figured out a formula that works for all eight of them to assign monetary value to each of the main actors. <laughs> because if you do this, it works out perfectly. Can I ask you if you actually found this algorithm or if you... No, I, I discovered this. This is not be, something I read online. Before you say this as well, in this series franchise, they have killed off people and brought them back to life as the series got better and more money. They, yeah, they, they, yeah, but the actors know, come and go. We know yeah. it's a terrible series. We all, we all so, know. And now, when I reference how much money the movie's made, I'm going to adjust for inflation because I feel like that makes the most sense. And so, <laughs> the baseline for a Fast and Furious movie with no famous actors is about $80 million. That's what Tokyo Drift made. I mean, that's what we all make in a year, right? So If you add Paul Walker, Paul Walker himself to this franchise is worth $90 million. Especially seen, after he died. Have you seen that hair? Vin Diesel is worth $30 million. Dwayne Johnson is worth 50 And Jason Statham is worth 70 Statham's got $20 million on the rock? If you no take those way. approximate no numbers way. and plug them into every past movie, except for... The sixth one is the one after Paul Walker died, and I feel like it got an extra bump. Was Statham in that movie? Um, Oh, it was, sorry, Furious 7 was released after Paul Walker died, and all four of them were in that movie. So So that one made by far the most. But I think it had had an extra bump because it was. What about Georgiana Brewster and Michelle Rodriguez? Those are also big draws. They're in every single one. No, because Michelle Rodriguez was killed off in one of them, and she came back as a protagonist. Nobody cares about Fast and the Furious. I'm just trying to say there is a story, a through line. When they found out that she was alive at the end credits of that one movie, whatever it was, they were freaking out about it. Yeah, I bet. People were freaking. Oh my God, I bet. Like the internet, Twitter probably blew up. Internet crashed Twitter like three days. for like an hour. So using this formula, I think know. that Hobbs and Shaw is going to make is going to make about two hundred and ten million dollars. Unfortunately, the way this game works, that doesn't help me at all because well, it could be anywhere on this list. Regardless, though, that much. I want you to know that like Statham and The Rock stock after the last couple years, I feel like have dropped. The Meg, the Meg, Skyscraper. The Meg did well internationally, internationally though. This is domestic! There's going to be a San Andreas 2. And Canada. We're talking domestic. And Canada. What I'm saying is the Meg, Skyscraper, uh, Jumanji did decent at the box office. It was a smash hit. It was. But it had a big cast. Continue. Big cast. I'm just saying. What about my nanny? Statham's value has definitely dropped beyond 50 million. He was in the spy movie. The Rock's value... Actually, you, you listed Statham as seventy million. I'm just talking about in this franchise. This is how it works. Out. But he's been in a okay. few right. movies in that franchise, and I, one of them was the one after Walker died. I appreciate your thoroughness, but I think your stats are flawed, and I think you're wrong. I think it's gonna make about two hundred ten million dollars, and I'm right. very curious to see how much if it makes that much more, or that much less. It doesn't have. I think that the actual title is like Fast and Furious Presents Hobbs and Shaw. It is. I was curious if like. If the title, maybe some people will literally not know it's a Fast and Furious. Well, movie. that's the, the thing yeah. I'm going to throw out here because with this Toy Story, Toy Story Four, Secret Life of Pets, Hobbs and Shaw. What if parents go in there thinking it's a Calvin and Hobbs? 
<laughs> they could, could blow it's up. It's new stuffed animal shop. Yeah. They <laughs> Shaking things up. They would I mean, have already bought a ticket by the time they realized. So, like, wait a minute, there's no the tiger content. in this film. Oh my god, that's the worst. <laughs> number? I mean, there is a. Re- I mean, number, hello. Are we on 10? We're on 10. We're on 10. Kevin, so what's that, number was, 10? that was your number 10? My number 9 was Hobbs and Shaw. So, you think 210 million will get to number 9 on the list? That's what I was I, I think yeah. that's, that's the thing is that's a big. I put guesses for all my movies, and I think if that puts it somewhere between seven and nine. Okay, Kevin, what's your number ten? I don't want to start off with my number ten because it's going to be absolutely wrong. I Troy, think, I think <laughs> speaking for myself, I think we're all going to have some kind of like out there guesses. For my number 10. number ten is the dead don't die. What is that? I don't even know. Look into a lot of movies and movies before. And I don't. Oh, I don't think that falls within the. I think that comes out before the. Comes Avengers out in it. June. You piece of trash. Um, okay, that's Driver. very rude. Adam Driver, Bill Murray, cast is off the charts. It's a zombie movie. Horror has been killing at the box office lately. Zombies. Is it horror? Too many zombies. It's a zombie movies. movie. It's a horror comedy. It's like a zombie land. I gotta say, it's I looked into a lot of movies. <laughs> Preparing for this, and I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> I think I've seen like a screenshot uh, script of that. I really do. I took. I was very diligent in my research. So for everyone at home, Kevin announced his pick, and everybody is typing. Up their Literally, notes. <laughs> everyone like there's a tablet, there's a laptop. Bill's got a notepad out, looking through his notes. No, he comes out June 14th. <laughs> That's what I said, Trey. Do you think that the dead don't die could do significantly better than Zombieland? 100, percent yeah. I really do. The cast is off the charts, and and it's it's one of those movies. It's it's in a a soft spot in the summer where there's not much coming out. Uh, it's coming out against Men in Black International and Shaft. Your both, Shaft, both which are going to do terrible. I'm just looking at the uh, poster for that movie. It looks like something you grab out of the bin at Walmart. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Right now, there's two types of movies that are killing it at the box office right now, and it's superheroes and it's horror and kids movies. Kids movies yeah, but horrors movies. don't have a lifespan after one week at the box office. That's not true at all. It's a Only Halloween made it over two weeks at the number one. That was and that was in summer. Facts are stubborn things. That's not a. I disagree. Us was number one for more than two weeks. That wasn't during the summer. This is the summer movie wager. That doesn't matter. I'm just saying you can't say horror movies don't do well at theaters. But they don't normally come out in the summer. That's the thing. Also, well, there's a ton of horror movies coming out. There's Annabelle. There's Child's. There's so many horror movies coming out yes, this summer that aren't going to make it in the there's list. There's always bad movies. That there's come one out on my dark horse year-round. that will work probably. It's on my dark horse too, and I know what it is because I showed it to you. I well, think I already that, was in there. I put it in here before I met you. I think they're going <laughs> to rush that one out of theaters pretty quick. Yep. We'll see. I think The Dead Don't Die is the first movie on any of our list that is a like non-family friendly comedy. Really? Also, looks like what The Walking Dead. With Adam Driver and Bill Murray. Oh, have you never understood that like zombies and like uh, comedy and like humor and like love are they kind of transcend several yeah, but movies? Yeah, it's also you know what the other thing that that has in common redundancy. Oh yeah, like uh, Spider Man, uh, Avengers, uh, Toy Story, uh, Secret Life of Pets, uh, X Men, uh, The Lion King, um, Godzilla. Those are all movies. Those uh, are Detective not... Pikachu. Do you want to talk more about redundancy? Everyone's top tens are all redundancy. But love is redundancy. Zombie movies do well, and this movie has a killer cast. And I think, based on its release date, it's going to do well. Can, can, we, all, awesome. can we all agree if we Good added you. zombies and Bill Murray to that entire list, they would all be better? <laughs> yeah, and what about zombies uh, Zombies in Pride and Prejudice and zombies in Abraham Lincoln? Zombie Sorry, are there zombies in Pride and Prejudice? There was a remake, wasn't there? Pride and it's Prejudice and zombies. Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. Did not do well. Can I ask real quick, before yes. we continue, is anyone else's number 10 a comedy? Uh, no. 
Well, it's Hobbs and Shaw, I have as my number ten. It's laughable, okay. but not my bad. my whole point is that if you look at, I'm looking at like the last four yes. years of top ten lists, and every year there's a comedy yep. that is either PG thirteen or R rated. And I and there's a lot of comedies coming yep. out summer that look really good. And like, okay, last year or two years ago, Girls Trip, no one thought that movie was going to be a huge hit, and it was a smash. Oh, it was huge. Awesome. There's um. Like I mean, like Pitch Perfect Two, like Ghostbusters. Like there's always like a movie that's like yep. like people want something funny, and I don't know what it's going to be this it's year. It's going to be the Dead Don't Die Man. I'm telling you. I think it's going to be my number ten, which is Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. That's not a comedy mm. though. Let me tell you, Nathan. It's it's, it's definitely going to be funny. It's a Tarantino. Movie. If my heart had the say on this, it would be number one across the board because I fucking love Tarantino more than I love any of you. Thanks, Kevin. Just like always, your so heart kind. is worthless. All I'm saying is. I love these movies. They'd never do well at the box office. That's not true. Django Unchained one did one sixty two. Yeah, but you, what did it, was it released? Was it was it number? And this one has Leo, Brad Pitt, and Margot Robbie. I know, but and people and Luke Perry. People in his love, final film. People love serial killers now. They're all about but it's serial. End of killers. July. It's end of July. It's got a lot. It's got the Lion King to compete with. It's got Fast and the Furious. It's got New Mutants. It's got too much to compete. And with. And they have the tech. What about the tech? Tar- Tarantino the- movies. It's got a cult following every time. Of course, we're never enough to make it top of the list. He's. It's so rare. I didn't say. I said this is literally the bottom of the list. I know, 10. but ten. I in think terms this will of make- box office rakes is. Still near the top of the list. I think this will make more than Django, which 162 for Django, that would be I mean, enough for number 10 on list. going to probably be dropped. It's got star power. It I looks, know it has star it power. It comes out late. It comes out late is my right. issue with it. Who's number 10 have we not covered yet? Uh, Mine? Or mine. Why don't you go first? No, you go first. I insist. <laughs> we already talked about it a little, but it's Men in Black because... I think that's a good number 10. I wanted mm-hmm. to... Be so good. And I, I think a lot of people want I it to do. be so good. I want it to be really good. And you're talking about people want to see a fun movie. I feel like that fits. I think you're right. I think Hemsworth makes it fun because he's as Thor. Where was this fun. person when I was at as a number yeah, six I, I movie? Yours is somebody. way too high. That's a reach. I forgot someone else already put it. That is a comedy for sure. Yours is way too high. That is a comedy. Oh, so as I'm number ten, for I think you're high spot rating. On. Yeah. I've never agreed with the pick more. I think you're absolutely spot on for Men in Black in number ten. I Thanks. can totally I see that it. pick. I actually had that and I crossed it off. Mm. Um, Rough. But that that was an internal struggle for me, and it came out at the same weekend as Shaft. Which I think that's what's ki- what's going to kill it. Yeah, no one's seeing Shaft. What even that's is Shaft? Not true. It's, it's not going to be as big as Men in Black. But no it's one's going to see Shaft. Away Nobody's going to see. Shaft. No one is going to see Shaft. I'm going to see Shaft, but I'd love to talk hey, about Shaft. You will not see Shaft because you got a date on Tinder. You're not going to see Shaft. Hey, hey, he's probably right. <laughs> please, please keep that in. He's probably got two dates on Tinder yeah. for that actually. Okay, unless you bring her to Shaft. Shaft has a Shaft is similar to Tarantino in that it has a very devout follow. But the numbers just aren't there. Shaft has even growing up, I knew people who had seen Shaft. I never have seen one Shaft movie in my entire life. But I knew people were like, "Oh, you haven't seen Shaft?" And I'd be like, "No, I haven't." And that one person would disappear out of my life forever because there's like one in a hundred people that you meet are fans of Shaft. I don't think that's going to be competition at all. I think it will be, (laughs) and that's okay. We don't have to agree on it. Bill, what is your number ten? I had John Wick. Oh, that's another, another franchise where it is continuing to grow. I struggle uh, the, with that. The farther it goes along, people 
Uh, you also think about games like Fortnite that make John Wick skins. It's actually become more popular over the last couple of years. Oh so I think it's, that's why I put it in my. Can we, can we officially ban Bill from any future podcasts? For well, bringing was it, up, he was bringing up Fortnite. That is a huge group of people who John Wick is like an assassin who's. St- there's not like a guy running around in a cowboy hat screaming like yeah and shooting people in the face. It's like a. No, they, so in in one of the seasons of Fortnite, they did create a John Wick skin where you're dressed up in basically I like your trench skin. coat and your or your suit. But you're still running around like blasting a rifle for miles away. They got into a group of fans that like otherwise wouldn't know who John Wick is, and it's it, the sequel actually did better than the original. I think that's John Wick's target audience is like young aggressive men who play video games, which is the majority of this country and Canada. I know. So I agree. <laughs> Trust me, I I wanted this on my list. I love the John Wick movies. I, I love them. This this is just another testament to like all of these are sequels or remakes. They all are. Yep. That's how you make money in a in the movie industry in America. Brand recognition. I mean, yeah, the, the challenge is a summer stuff. wager game, so we're trying to pick the best the movies that are going to make the most money. This is what movie. made me sad though, Taylor. Is I'm going through these movies and I'm thinking, oh, sequel, 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 remake, yeah. sequel. But that's and what I'm people thinking, like. I know, but why? Like, I would love for it to be once upon a time in Hollywood. I'd love for Two. it to be. <laughs> Not to. I'd love for it to be all of my dark horses. I'd love for it to be Rocket Man. So many. Sorry, there's a a, a mufflerless moped that just zoomed by outside. But like, it's so sad to think like we're locked into these things that we've already seen before, and these are going to be the best, most seen movies of the summer, just because people already know them. We. We talked about like the quality of sequels, how we expect most of the sequels to not be very good, but there are some franchises that do get better. John Wick is the rare franchise that I think is only gaining respect. One of the other reasons that John Wick does so well is because as we're seeing so many movies that are so there's such a cluster of them coming out, it's one of those movies that was discovered later at home viewing, like the first John Wick mm-hmm. wasn't seen as much in the theaters, but then people saw it at home and really the the response was very favorable. So then within the second one was released in the theater, it had more of an audience because of what people have seen at home. And so now there's John Wick 3. Those movies were not viewed in the theater. There's brand allegiance or more people more interested to see it in the theater because of what they've seen from seeing it on Netflix or seeing it at home because they didn't yeah. see it in the theater that first time. And that's why I think it might do well. There are just way too many variables in like guessing these things. And, but and- imagine if... All of these were new and not sequels. Well, that that's, that's what I would love. That's why there's one movie on the list that's not a brand new idea that is my dark horse. We would have ten different movies great. each. Yeah, it, it would be wonderful. We and would. It would be a and great that's, summer. That's why movies. I was sitting there today. I'm researching these things and I'm thinking, like, it's all movies we've seen before. Mm-hmm. It's all sequels. And that's why I had to put The Dead Don't Die because I was like, I can't just do right. literally everything a remake mm-hmm. other than Rocket Man, which is just going to be a alternate version of Bohemian Rhapsody yeah. with right. an actor who I don't believe can play Elton John. And that's why I'm going to beat all of you because I didn't buy into the I need to find a different movie oh, by whatever you This is what's working John right Wick. now. And when I first started you listening to your podcast, your I was trying to figure out a way if yeah, I could call in. Because we're we betting about what's going to make the most money, not what we think is, is the best. We're, we're betting what's going to make the most money for the summer, not what we think is the best movie of the summer. If we're voting for what yeah. we think the best movie of the summer is, our answers going to be a lot different. But we're Obviously. voting about what we think is going to make the most money. I know. That's why we're all right. talking about how sad we are that these movies are making the it's most money. It's how sad the world is. That's right. Actually. That's absolutely. Well, actually, just America and Canada. 
Mm-hmm. I have no shame picking only sequels, remakes, or very just, similar movies I because that's the, where we are today. Can we all go around and just say no, our, our biggest issue with everyone else's pick today? Before we get to I thought you were going to say it with each other personally because no. I have a laundry oh. list. Oh, I already never <laughs> heard. To, to what you just said, Bill, like if you look at the past few years, top tens of the summer, it's almost always like eight or nine sequels and then one or two breakout original hits. And but like guessing which original hit's going to be a breakout is next to impossible. Like there's there's almost no logic to try to follow that. And so I think that you're making a very good call. Just go with the sequels and just go with what you know. Like and Disney I guarantee you have bet. you have eight or nine of the correct movies in the top ten. Safe bet. A lot of us are being more risky. I think that when we meet back here in a few months, we're probably going to be saying we probably should play it like Bill. We all should have picked Dark Phoenix as number Tickets one. Tickets aren't cheap. If you want to kind of you know. Like it's a safer bet. You're gonna go with something that you know. I just can't believe that you did. All of you put a land in your top ten. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mine was eight, seven. That is so fucked up to me. That's the most fucked up thing you guys have ever done to me as friends. <laughs> can, we, can we do our dark horses? Yes, yes. please. Yes. Yes. Troy, start us off with your. Just hit us with all three, and then we'll discuss. All right, my dark horses are John Wick three, Rocket Man, and Brightburn. What is Brightburn? Brightburn, Brightburn is the Brightburn most original movie of the summer. It's my number one dark horse that I wanted to put at number seven on my Music's, top ten. I, I Brightburn is the is. ultimate. Imagine, if you will. Superman was bad. Superman falls to Earth, He's, is raised by a family, but turns out to not want to help I good. He wants to be evil. Of this oh, it looks... Well, if you saw the trailer... Look at my note. Watch trailers. Yeah, I know. It says, Brightburn, not advertised well enough. I mean, so, like, for people who don't know, listening at home, I don't watch trailers. I try really hard to avoid trailers, especially for movies I know I want to see. However, I'm aware of, like, 30 movies coming out this summer. Like, I know of them, and I've never heard of that movie. Brightburn is my number one dark horse. It sounds intriguing. Well, I saw it before the trailer of Pet Cemetery a couple weeks ago, and it was just like, I was like... My hair, like, in my arm was standing up. I was did like, you like that center? Uh, I did not like it as much as the original. Interesting. No. I didn't. Actually, I didn't like it at all. I thought it was too fast-paced. I didn't have enough backstory. Yeah. Bill, what are your dark horses? Uh, Men in Black International, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and there is a film out there about a uh, complicated man, but no one understands him but his woman. <laughs> he uh, won't Call cop the, out when there's danger all about. The story? Tolkien? He would risk his neck for his brother, man. Shaft. He's the black private dick that's a sex machine to all the chicks. Oh, Jesus. You're damn right. Shaft. I think think Shaft could come out of nowhere. It's not on my list. Based on that, I hope it doesn't. Also, wasn't it a TV show? Shaft! Uh, no, it was, it was not his movies. Think? I, don't know. I don't know. And I said it before, I haven't seen any of the Shaft. I'm going to see the Shaft movie. <laughs> My, I, think it, I think it looks really good. I've never been interested in Shaft, but it, it looks great. It, it, the, that and Men in Black International made my dark horses just because they're coming out the same day. I really mm. don't want to include Men in Black, but I believe in it so much myself that it's hard to not. Kevin, uh, you want to hit with your dark horses? My dark horses are Brightburn, number one. Ma, number two. Ma. Ma, it's coming out so early, though. That's the whole point, you fucking clown. Yeah, but it's not going to make any money. Mm, coming out early. 
it seems to me I that think, it would make more money. Although I am very excited to see it. I Are have to you? Say, oh, oh, I can't yeah. wait to see it. Oh, yeah. So even though it's not, it's not going to make, it's not going to make over like over hundred million dollars. I bet you it does. I bet you five bucks it does. So when I was in the movie theater, I uh, he didn't shake what, what, what I'll sometimes do is I'll watch the beginning of a trailer, and if I then decide I want to see it, I, I close my eyes and plug my ears. And when I was in the theater, it looked really good, so I plugged all my orifices, and I could just tell Not all. that like looking like you know how like after a trailer sometimes just from like listening, looking around, you can tell people are like psyched to see a movie. Yep. That's a movie people, people are, are going to line up to see. It's got right. Octavia Spencer. In people it. are pumped about it, it. I mean, a horror comedy. I think, it. honestly, I'm sure it's going to end up being nothing like it, but it, based on the previews, it has Get Out vibes. It does. It yeah, does. I think it's going for that marketing. And I think it's I think it's I think it's, I think it's a, I think it's a Get Out aimed at a younger audience. And I think that teenagers are going to love that movie. Because it's going to be like, oh, like we party at Blah Blah's house. Blah, blah. I, it's like Project X. Oh God! I wish I was in that movie. movie. (laughs) (laughs) That's why Bill will not be returning to the podcast. (laughs) My number three was split between two movies, but say you have have to to pick. I know I have to pick. I'm picking in my head right now. Again, if you have to go with my heart, Men in Black International. My other choice was Hobbs and Shaw, and I cannot support that fucking wreck. Hobbs and Shaw. No offense. No offense. <laughs> it's currently 2.15 a.m. right now as we record this. I know. It's like almost make midnight. Make You're like, we'll be done by 10. I'm like, I'm not, I have not had dinner. Uh, I beer. told you twice to eat before you get here. You should have seen. He literally emails me. He goes, are you, what are you eating before? And I go, dinner with Aiden. He goes, I don't know what I'm gonna do. <laughs> like, I don't eat that early. I, I don't like eat before eight o'clock. I might just, I might just eat after. I will go get a top first pizza. Taylor, do you dark horses include Happy Shack? <laughs> happy, Happy Shack, Happy Shack. Oh, my God. dark horses are Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Dark Phoenix, and I was sad to put it here, but I put Rocket Man as a dark horse. And my dark horses are Men in Black International, Rocket Man, and Dark Phoenix. We were close to the same. Shocking. So it is time to wrap things up here. <laughs> we'll take and, questions. Uh, if, you, if they want to call in, the number is... 911. 612-911. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to play along at home... Wait, what's Kevin's number? If you want to play along at home, it's thesummermovewager.com. Hit the play along button. Make your own list. And at the end of the summer, we're going to see uh, how wrong Kevin was. I guarantee I'm more right than any of you, and I cannot wait... I'm going to make you eat a repulsive fast food item. I'm going to make you watch a good movie. That's going to change your lives, actually. <laughs> but uh, the fast food item I'm excited about. Mainly, I'm going to make it the meatiest option available for Trey. Yep. <laughs> I can't wait to win this competition. And until then, farewell. 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 <laughs> Perfect.